Good morning. Um, Pastor Mac is on his way down to his daughter's and uh, future son-in-law's wedding in Champaign, Illinois. So we uh, keep the family in our prayers um, this weekend. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray, and always ready to give more than we either desire or deserve. Pour down on us the abundance of your mercy. Forgive us those things of which our conscience is afraid, and give us those things which are we are not worthy to ask, except by the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the 20th Sunday after Pentecost is from Genesis chapter 4. Now Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. And again she bore his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, and Cain a worker of the ground. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground, and Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering he had no regard. So Cain was very angry, and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why is your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. Cain spoke to Abel his brother, and when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother? Where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. And now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. You shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, you have driven me today away from the ground, and from the face I shall, from your face I shall be hidden. I shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. Then the Lord said to him, Not so. If anyone kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord put a mark on Cain, lest anyone who found him should attack him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from 2 Timothy chapter 4. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but to also those who have loved his appearing. At my first offense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the gospel is from Luke chapter 18. Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all that I get, 
But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Now they were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them, and when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them to him, saying, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God shall not enter it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, if you're anything like me, you uh, like a good murder mystery. And be it on um, reading books or Netflix, a little case of who done it. So I hope that this Sunday you'll play along with me a little bit as we search for the murders throughout the scripture readings that I read today. The first murder in the Old Testament is quite obvious. It's really not a mystery at all. Um, he was the firstborn Cain, the firstborn child into the world. And you know how much moms and dad gush over their firstborn child, right? All of the first things and they're happy and you can imagine what they thought of this little boy. But then came another little brother by the name of Abel. And all of a sudden, Cain had a share space with Abel. Mom and dad were now busy gushing over that little baby brother. And now Cain had responsibility to be his brother's keeper. He had to take care of his little brother. Well, one day these two men went to church to pray and offer God a sacrifice and um, one of them, Abel, brought the fields from, um, brought grain from the fields, and Cain brought the livestock from his firstborn. Now God was happy with with uh, with Abel's offering because it was the first fruits that he had; it was the best, and Cain's was not. And, and so Cain became a little disgruntled, and we know the story how he murdered his brother Abel. Now that murder is quite obvious. The next one in our gospel lesson is not quite as obvious. Here we have two men also. We have a Pharisee, one of the good guys, the, the man who went to church all the time and, and prayed and fasted and, and gave all that he had. And then we have this tax collector who was really hated by the people of the day because many times he stole money from the people. And, and uh, the Pharisee looked at God and said, look at me how good I am. And look at this lousy tax collector. All he, can all he can do is say is, God be merciful to me, a sinner. Now, I think the old Adminus looks at this Pharisee as the murderer, so to speak, murdering with, out, of the, out of his heart hatred for this tax collector. But Jesus doesn't ever really let the tax collector off. He doesn't say that one's a sinner and the other is not a sinner. So this murder, so to speak, isn't quite as obvious as Cain and Abel. Now Cain and Abel both had brothers and sisters, and so did the Pharisees and the tax collector. I'd like to talk to you about the other murder in the story, and that's you and me. You see, there is no one righteous, no, not one, Paul says. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've all committed murder in our hearts by thinking that we're better than others, um, that we're more holy or more pious, but truly we're all 
poor miserable sinners deserving of God's eternal damnation. And we have all ultimately murdered Jesus by our sin. The true murder that happened was the innocent one, Jesus, who was put on the cross to suffer and die for the sins of the whole world. It was our sins that murdered the innocent Lamb of God. And Jesus went forth willingly like a lamb to the slaughter to take all of our sins upon himself, to suffer the death, the death penalty that we deserved, and instead gives us his righteousness, his forgiveness, so that we might walk away innocent, declared righteous before God, the Father, the judge of all. So it's true, there were murders in this story, but God paid the price for that sin, and he pays the price for your sin. So we come now in humble repentance to kneel before our Lord and to receive the gifts that he's given to us in his very body and blood. It'll be good to see you this Sunday as we gather around the Lord's house and look into these murder mysteries a little bit more in detail. In the name of Jesus, amen. The hymn, for the, the hymn of the day for the week is uh, a bit marked here. Hymn number 745, it's a great Lutheran hymn which talks about some of the thoughts that we were just dealing with. Um, in God, my faithful God, and, and I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the second verse. My sins fill me with care, yet I will not despair. I build on Christ who loves me. From this rock nothing moves me. To him I will surrender. To him my soul's defender. So I'm going to sing... Just a couple of those verses. In God, my faithful God, I trust when dark my road. Great woes may overtake me, yet he will not forsake me. My troubles he can alter, his hand lets nothing falter. My sins fill me with care, Yet I will not despair. I build on Christ who loves me. From this rock nothing moves me. To him I will surrender. To him my soul's defender. O Jesus Christ my Lord, so meek in deed and word, you suffer death to save us because your love would have us. He gives me joy in sorrow, come death now or tomorrow. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Have a great day.